Welcome to the Home Hour. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Graham, and this podcast is the home at class you wish you'd been offered. We're two moms aspiring to create gracious homes that are welcoming and functional, all while dealing with real-life schedules, budgets, and children. Stick with us, and we'll share and show what we know, what we've learned, where we've messed up, and how to fix it. For everything we can't make up, we'll bring in the best experts we can find. You're listening to The Home Hour, part of the Life Listen Network. On today's episode, we're answering your questions, and we're asking a few ourselves. We're sharing the best, worst, and most stressful things about our own homes, and we're hearing from listeners about theirs. Plus, we'll chat about Kirsten's houseplant graveyard, Graham's DIY trendy pink pants, blaming British desserts, and the heated debate over Google versus a set of encyclopedias. All that and more on this week's episode of The Home Hour. Welcome home. Welcome home, Kirsten. Welcome home, Graham. And welcome, everyone, to the Home Hour. Today, we are answering listener questions. And we are very excited because we love our listeners. We have never done a listener question episode before. And, and today in we get true Home Hour fashion, we are doing it unlike, unlike any other listening listener questions episode. So people asked us questions. And then we're like, well, here's our answer. But is our answer good? I don't know. Like, let's ask some more people. So we have crowdsourced our listener questions. And we have our answers. And we also have some really fun listeners out there who took the time to answer your questions. So we're going to sort of get a lot of different viewpoints on some of these questions that we all have. And um, I, I learned a lot. I, I, my brain kind of got, got thinking about some of these things, which was fun. So... I like this. Yeah, song. we're taking it to the streets. Can I sing my song? <laughs> taking it to the streets. Yeah, I love that. She's song. been. Do you singing... remember what was that even? From? I don't know, but you've been singing it every time this this comes up, and every time we you get a it. microphone and one of those like recording boxes, and you wear it as if it's a purse, and then you go out on the street. Man on the street is like near and dear to me. Okay, no, you think man on the street is near and dear to you because you've never actually been like an a... actual man on. No, but that's not true. I do man on the street all the time. I stop people all the time and ask them. People do not want to talk to you. It is an exhausting process. It is absolutely exhausting. Everyone's like, I don't want to be on your show anyway. <laughs> but luckily, these people are all on email, so they said okay. Um, but before we get to that, we have an amazing sponsor today. We have Paint Your Life. You guys have probably heard us talk about Paint Your Life before because I'm obsessed. You're they obsessed. well, they did a picture of my son. You guys, it is so cute. If you're not following us on Instagram, cute is not the right word. It's amazing. If you're following us on, not following us on Instagram, please follow us because um, one, just because that'd be fun. We can talk with you there. And two, uh, I have the portrait of my son that Paint Your Life did. Um, I, my husband studied art in college. He was a painter and I've heard him telling more people. He's actually a better Paint Your Life advertiser than we are because he tells everyone the quality of these things is incredible. It's a website where you can upload your photos and have them turned into handmade portraits. Um, they do charcoal, they do pencil, oil, watercolor, maybe not watercolor, maybe I'm making that up. Watercolor, no, no watercolor. it's on there. They do they do, I mean, yeah. literally, the options are endless. Um, they do pets, they do couples, families. It would make an amazing gift. Constantly in communication with the artist, you get to go and pick your artist through galleries. You can change the background, you can change the size. 
Um, there's a million different price points and the price points are beyond fair. Like I feel, beyond I feel a little bit guilty that this incredible artist painted this for such a right. Like for anyone price. who knows anything about portraiture, this is a very, when we say good deal, we mean good deal. Right. Capital G, capital D. I mean, I, we're having our other two kids done, um, because we were so impressed. Um, yeah. but not only is this a wonderful deal and an incredible service and incredible quality, but they have an exclusive discount for our listeners. If you use the code HOMEHOUR20, you will save 20%. Again, it's paintyourlife.com, and you will save 20% using our code HOMEHOUR20. Um, all of the listener orders also qualify for free shipping. So, And you guys, they will even frame it. Like, It's amazing. It's It would make an incredible gift. It would make an cre- incredible way to just memorialize those special moments in your life and um, just cherish them forever. Thank you, Paint Your Life. All right. Our first listener question is from Tess, one of our most interactive listeners. We love you, Tess. We don't know where you are. But we asked Tess, what are some of your favorite bric-a-brac items that are in your house? Can I ask, you, can I ask you a question? I have never heard you use the word bric-a-brac before. I know, because I use... Tchotchkes! Tchotchkes! <laughs> I know. I don't know where brick. I was trying to be mainstream, Kirsten. I know that everyone doesn't use tchotchkes. Well, I feel like um, there's a lot I... of different words for them. There's bric-a-brac, there's tchotchkes, there's... What else do like, you call them? Um, decorative items. <laughs> Breakables. Yeah. <laughs> put out things. But what we're talking about is, you know, stuff that you would put on your bookshelf that isn't a book or your coffee table, right? Other than a coffee table book. Your things. Um, so. Okay. So let's read Tessa's answer. Okay, she said, ooh, I've never heard this term before. <laughs> so <laughs> so good, good call using bric-a-brac, not tchotchkes, Graham. Be so we're already you. confusing our guests with listener questions. <laughs> Step one and not being um, identifiable to everyone you talk to. Okay, I have no coffee table items. This is what Tess says, because I have a two-year-old in the house. Ha-ha! Items I have on my bookshelf that aren't books would be photos, for sure. I like to change them out seasonally. Okay, so snaps to test because I haven't changed my photos in maybe 20 years. That's why my entire house is littered with college pictures of me and Kirsten. <laughs> I haven't mentioned those two. I have some that I'm not even in. Like, yeah, exactly. Who are these people? You look so different. I'm like, oh, no, I'm not in that one. It's just a bunch of girls from my sorority. Do <laughs> oh, so we have three sorry. kids? Yeah. But Tess is Johnny on the spot. She's putting out summer photos. Oh, she she's putting summer photos up. She's putting out fall photos right about now. She's putting it. Oh, my gosh. She's putting in pictures from Halloween's past or old back to school photos. She also okay. So wait, this is where a first. This is where we go kind of off again. Kirsten, quick question: When you change out photos, I know it doesn't happen for me that often. Do you leave the old photo behind the new photo, or do you like completely yes, take it out? I do. Wow, that's a thing. I knew it. I do it too, right? I yeah. I don't know if that's best practices or worst practices. It's a- got to be worse practices right it's like a well, where it's else like is a, it gonna go it's like if it was important to frame once i just I imagine know, generations it, of the future will open it up and be like oh me too oh, this is fascinating mm, see i knew these mm. listener questions like that concept fascinates me right because theoretically when you're changing out your photos you're putting like the other one in a photo album right somewhere what like, what photo album, album would you be referring to the one i did in 2004 because that's the last time i did a photo album I know, but remember we used to make those and we had them, you know, know. you peel it off and you, you could kind of stick it back on and close it over. You are opening such a can of worms right now, though, because I feel like we could do an entire show on photos because we could, it is, and we should, we should, it is a source of stress in my life like no other, yeah. you know, what? I'm uh-huh. not even going to get into it. Let's save it. Let's see. Let's table it. 
let's let's put it behind our other let's put that behind our our new (laughs) (laughs) wait can i just say one thing though on the topic because i love that she is so on it that she's doing like seasonal like your photos are relevant i have a neighbor i have a neighbor who um she does an incredible halloween party every year like that is her holiday and every year now her children are much older but she uh she has a frame of each year and it's them in their costumes. Cause think about it. You always take a picture every Halloween of you in the mm-hmm, costumes mm-hmm. and it's, and she puts them away with her Halloween decorations and then she gets them out. And so in October, all the frames are all these Halloween ones. Isn't that fun? Okay. That's cool mm-hmm. and smart and genius. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give her credit. We're learning a lot on this episode today. We're like five minutes right. into it. Let's, let's simmer down, Graham. We might learn. I've that might be it. Things. Okay. She also, Tess says, I also have a piece of pottery I picked up at a small shop near my in-laws lake home in Minnesota. Oh, Tess, you live in Minnesota. Woo-woo. No, or her in-laws have a lake home in Minnesota. Let's not read into this. Good point, Inspector Gadget. Okay. And I let the kids put the rocks and stuff they collect throughout the summer in it. Do you let your kids collect stuff or do you secretly throw it out there? Um, You know, I thought I had collecting kids. And then I had my daughter and I realized I did not have a collecting kid before. I just had a normal kid who just stuff like magnetically attaches to them. But (laughs) my daughter, oh my gosh. I mean, we have trinkets and treasures and like everything is a collection. Yeah. Yes. Uh I was actually at dinner with someone the other night and she said like that her son just picks up like little scraps of stuff and that they finally went out of town the other weekend and she was home and she said she just used that time to like clean out the scraps. And I was kind of not believing it because my children don't do that much of it. And like while we were out at dinner, I, I kid you not, this kid was just like picking up trash off the floor and stuffing it in his pockets. Okay. <laughs> was- Girl moms will understand, you know, and Graham, you'll remember from your childhood. You remember those necklaces that are basically just a really skinny elastic band and they're covered in the tiny little beads? Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. My daughter cuts them puts all the beads in like a jewelry pouch. I've got like hundreds of these jewelry pouches all over my house filled with beads of a necklace Ooh. that she wants to rebuild, that she will never rebuild. That they'll never rebuild. Never. That's like I have eight drawers full of um, basketball cards and football cards. Oh, but, cards. You know, okay. But also I figure, and this is how my parents raised me, and I thought this was sweet, like their rooms are kind of off limits to me. I, I mean, not that I don't go in there, but I do respect the sanctity of a room. We got all like, of our I think kids my parents Trump. definitely and that, I think my parents definitely knew that I had cigarettes hidden in my kickboxing gloves and not that I even smoked. I always die. For some reason we talk about smoking on every episode. I had one just to be a rebel and to be bad. And I think they knew they were in there. And they always left it. And I, I respect it. Kickboxing gloves. Because I used to like to kickbox. Okay. All right. Brick a brack. We have another listener who who actually has ties to Birmingham and but Graham and I have never met her. So Fra- Francie, I hope I'm saying how would you pronounce her last name? We'll call her Frankie. You know what? Let's call her Francie L. Francie Let's respect L. Her Francie L from Birmingham. Okay. And she said she likes vintage items, most of which she gets from Instagram sales and Etsy. Very impressive. And sentimental pieces given me by people I love. Specific items in my home are chinoiserie vases and ginger jars, especially blue and white. Oh, you are my people, Francie. She sounds like she's a beautiful home. Uh, <laughs> brass pineapples, food dogs, check, check. a pair of Stavard chart dogs. dogs. A pair of yeah, wow. like she's class. She's, wow, she's Fancy gonna have a, a ceramic zebra. Do you have kids? Because how do your kids not break all these things? Wow, I'm wait. Impressed. A pair of gourd shaped tobacco leaf vases and a ceramic zebra. Yeah, I'm reading this. Yeah, on bookshelves, she likes to mix in small paintings and an occasional family photo. 
she had like this is a gorgeous house i can tell one of my best decorating decisions of the past few years was to paint the back interior of a big set of built-in white bookshelves a deep blue color oh my gosh francie we are related i mean i did that too i need to show you a picture we have a room and i painted them yeah and i painted the backs of them deep blue well but because when we moved into the house they were deep red and it Uh looked like a vampire's lair Uh and so it, it had to be changed but she said okay. it makes everything on the shelves pop. Okay, that's my dream is to do that. But we have so much bric-a-brac. You need to declutter. That's I the thing. am so- not allowed to declutter. Everything is special to my husband. <laughs> For those Including of you listening. Including the encyclopedias from 1987. Like, can we Well, you know, save those. Because the no, truth is, is like, encyclopedias are going to come back around. You think it's a trend? I don't know. I'm starting to think. Okay. So let me tell you. So I have this like car that my parents gave me and my husband, like it's the bane of his existence, but my father, like it was his pride and joy that he gave it to me. It is like the most big, it's the biggest gift he's ever given me, whatever. It's a two seater, or little like convertible car. And that was the only new car I ever got. But like, it has been very, made very, very clear to me that like, I will be buried in this car. It is never to be sold. It is a car that just like sits in the garage, not to be driven someday to be brought out to be in a parade long st- where am i going with this story why does it matter it's like the encyclopedia so the no, other day it's my not dad- like an encyclopedia like a beautiful classic car is not like an encyclopedia yeah but like cars dip right they depreciate <laughs> depreciate depreciate like you're hoping that someday it's going to appreciate right mm. appreciate in value so the other day my dad was in town and of course he's like spit polishing my car and like you know just circling around it like a wolf like looking for anything that i've done to mess it up but he takes it out and he kind of like has a guy look at it and he goes, I want you to know, Graham, like this car is actually rare because it's a stick shift. Okay. And the truth is, and like, there are a lot of these cars around, but it's a stick shift. And very, very, very few of these cars were made as a stick shift. And I think that very few people bought encyclopedias, Kirsten. Because <laughs> no one was that dumb. No, I'm just kidding. No, we all had encyclopedias, but... We never had encyclopedia. Yeah, we didn't either. I was just throwing. I always wanted one though. I was always so jealous. The kids had encyclopedias. I felt like they were having such a better time doing their reports. No, but I think. But did you ever have an encyclopedia salesman come to your house? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I never had that. I always dreamed of it. Mm -hmm. Um, No, but here's the thing: is I think our bookshelves are not like the bookshelves she's describing, where they have like beautiful little like sparsely decorated things. Like Mm -hmm. ours are like littered in books like it's books 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 with stacked on top of books like i think well, you're a reader you're a reader the, I'm, I'm reading the encyclopedias like that's our nighttime like and then well, that's like with harrison's legal M's. books i'm like do we really need like the history of torts um right. or judicial opinions right. from 1993 see I mean, exactly i'm assuming it's online our our family room looks like a law office that's exactly what it is between like the photo albums and the encyclopedia and also we've talked about this in a previous episode but the bravest decision i ever made to throw away all the book covers mm-hmm. so oh, it's a different yeah. look ours oh, is more of like a library great. look now, I will say, in our living room, we have a little bit of a, a built-in, but it's not a built-in, but it looks almost built-in desk unit, like a corner unit. And on that one, I do have the shelves are like just like a plate or just a frame. And on that one, I went and bought stick-on wallpaper and a really bold, bright color. I'll, t- I'll put this on Instagram because I'm actually yeah, really proud of this. Um, and that's really fun to have the pop of this like red and white spotted pattern. On a- Where did you get this stick-on wallpaper? Oh, off the top of my head, I don't know. That's cool. I know. I've never seen that. I know. Okay. Next question. Oh wait. Well, I'm sorry. Let me hear. Let me hear about your bric-a-brac, Graham. 
My, oh, I have crazy breath. You know that. Um, well, I, I have, know I that, mean, but not I everyone like, who listens to the show has been to your house. Well, I have like big old postage scales. I think that's kind of a cool thing. Like I always will put that out somewhere. Like I have that on our um, side buffet in our dining room. I have a big scale and I'll have it. I have, you know, a plant on one end. Then you leave the other end empty. I have a lot of magnifying glasses. Um, okay, let me, I'll, I'll answer the question for you. Okay, so Graham's bric-a-brac is like unpolished brass items. Not like brand new unpolished brass items from Hobby Lobby, but like ones that she picked up at like garage sales and, you know, antique flea markets and stuff. And they're all very cool and old and like random things. They're all like a an unpolished brass, wouldn't you say? Or like yeah, metal. Does it kind of gross you out a little bit? No, I think it's really charming. And you know what, too, is I think one of the coolest pieces of bric-a-brac I saw was your mom in her kitchen has a vintage scale, mm, like a yeah, produce cool. scale. You in the mm-hmm, scale. A produce scale, an old school produce scale. Just like the kind in the grocery store, but the kind in the grocery store from like the 20s, you know, and it's really neat. And that's what she uses for a fruit bowl. And I just think yeah, that like is for so bananas. charming. Mm-hmm. That's what my grandma used to do, too. And actually, I have one up in my like storage space, but it's too farmhousey. Um, for the look that we have but i would like to find a spot to hang it but it's just hard to do it is hard to find because they're big but i think that's a very cool piece skills okay. are good if you guys don't have them listening that's like a great tchotchke to put out well, um the gen- okay yeah. stress question okay dun, dun, dun. oh this was a good one what's the so we asked our listeners what's the one thing you think people get stressed out about in their house that you don't get stressed out about. So let me read that again. What's the one thing you think people get stressed out about in their houses that you don't get stressed out about? We have a listener, Mary, who wrote in, we have a new white kitchen with shiny appliances. It's my favorite room and I enjoy keeping it clean. It's also the first room a guest walks into, so that's motivation too. Now the time I put into sweeping, polishing, and dusting our pretty kitchen obviously takes away from the rest of the house, but I'd much rather be cleaning the kitchen than picking up toys, etc. I like that. Love it. I mean, I feel so like that's loves- true. Like having one area of your house where it's like, that is my zone, my happy place. Yeah. And it's like a beautiful, new, shiny kitchen. So it's like a little more exciting to keep it clean. Right. It's kind of like when you get a new car and you tell your kids, you'll never eat in this car. It's like T minus maybe three, <laughs> four weeks later. It's like, <laughs> all right, guys, wheels up. We're driving through McDonald's drive through Don't spill the milkshake. Yeah, you can eat your cone in the backseat. Sure, totally. Yeah, right. For any new new mom listeners we have, like, it's fine. It's never going to happen. In, in 20 years, you'll have a nice car. But for right now, you're going to have McDonald's french fries. But I will say rubber but... floor mats. Like, I don't even understand how people have cloth floor mats. Oh, really? I actually wish we hadn't gotten rubber floor mats. Why? Because the cloth ones, I feel like I could like shampoo them. The rubber ones always look dirty. So even when I get the because you take them out and hose them down. You don't no no no. Hose them down. You have to like scrub them like within an inch of your life to get them clean. What? What kind of mats are you using? We're using like very like I don't know. I don't know who uses these. Like hunters who like tropes around in mud use these. And my kids. So the same. Here's another listener who does not get stressed about something in her house. She says, I don't get stressed out about the water bottle situation at our house. I love that she calls it a situation because that is so true. It is is a a water bottle situation. I didn't even realize it was until the sweet guest brought it up to our attention. Um, It is. I hate it. I hate finding the tops. I hate making sure they're clean. It is a situation. Thank you for someone calling it like it is. Yeah, but this is not stressing her out. But it's like just thinking about it stressing me out. Mm-hmm. 
she's got four kids in activities and they always have a ton of water bottles. And she finally just gave up and dedicated one drawer in the kitchen to water bottles. And they just tossed them in there willy nilly when they come out of the dishwasher. Love it. She used, she used to try to fit them in a cupboard with our glasses and cups. And it was just a disaster. So I think the theme here is we just like you choose what you're just going to give up on, like our car, like our cars and like the water bottles drawer. And I think that provides a lot of sanity. I will say that like this is making me think of our Tupperware drawer and I just and it used to always drive me crazy. And then what I did was I made one shelf or it was like a cabinet. I did one shelf for the lids and then the rest of them I just throw in. And for some reason, I don't know why it makes it a thousand times faster to like find the matching lid for Tupperware. I actually have a pretty organized Tupperware drawer, but it's like the only organized spot in my kitchen. My spices, on the other hand, that stresses me out. Okay. You know what? I don't get stressed out about that. What is the one thing people get stressed about in their houses that doesn't stress you about? Uh, this is funny because I know this stresses you out a ton and I just okay. don't care. Okay. And I know what you stresses you out. So okay. there. For me, I don't care that all my plants are dead. They're all oh. dead or dying. It's like the, uh, like oh the ICU board of plants. I, I bring them in. Yeah. I let them die. I take them back to Home Depot and I get new ones. And this is just how my life works. Like I'm renting plants from Home Depot, basically. Are you kidding me? Nope. That is horrible, Kirsten. I know. I know. It is. And it doesn't even bother. That would bother me. It doesn't bother me. me at all. I'm like, yeah, you're going to die. But I got about two weeks with you. I'm going to enjoy Nothing. my time with my plants. <laughs> you want to know something? That is true. Because going into your house, you do have some measly, pathetic looking plants. They're horrible. And I've noticed. And I've noticed it before, and I thought to myself, that's not good. No, the, I, have, I have four, like, empty pots in front of my house, and I, and I keep uh -huh. thinking, today's the day I'm going to go buy some flowers. And I'm like, yeah, what's the point? They're just going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so now I've actually moved on to, like, phase 2.0, where it's just uh, empty pitchers and empty plots and empty planters. It's amazing. I wow. just don't care. I've I got think now is the that are perfect stressful. time. I know something that does stress you out, though, is your kitchen counters. You're wacky about your kitchen counters. I'm so wacky about my kitchen keeping, counters. Keeping the clean. And I'm going to use this time to introduce our other sponsor today, which is Handy.com. Because if we're talking about countertops, we need to talk about keeping things clean. Handy is one of our sponsors. It's the easy and convenient way to book home cleanings on a schedule that work for you. And I had the opportunity to try Handy. It's an online service you use. And I had someone come and clean my home. And she did an absolutely lovely job. Things were sparkling at the end, showed up on time. And what you can do is you can book home cleanings on your schedule right from an app or the website. And you can compare the profiles and read real customer reviews to find the perfect pro to fit your needs. All pros on Handy are background checked, and you can learn more at Handy.com. And basically, if you want to, you can also kind of fill in some information and tell Handy about what your personal cleaning priorities in your house so that when your pro does show up, they know what's most important to you. So we have a special offer for our listeners. And to get your first three-hour cleaning for $39 when you sign up for a plan, all you have to do is visit Handy.com forward slash the home hour and use the promo code, the home hour, during checkout. Remember that recurring charge terms and conditions apply. Visit handy.com to learn more. So again, for those of you listening, you'll get your first three-hour cleaning for $39 when you sign up for a plan, and you just need to visit handy.com forward slash the home hour and use the promo code, the home hour. Thanks so much, handy.com. We also want to tell you real quick about another product that we've had the chance to try, which is Green Chef. Um, you guys have probably heard us talk before about HelloFresh. 
Um, we are still using them. We are still loving them. But we also, they have a new company that they own called Green Chef. Yeah, my Green Chef actually just came yesterday and it was like the greatest thing ever. Well, Green um, Chef Green is Chef- USDA certified organic company. So this mm-hmm. is like legit, like USDA certified organic. And the meals include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, gluten-free, omnivore, and carnivore. So I chose the carnivore. <laughs> Shaka. Yeah. Uh, they, they contain a variety of organic ingredients is the long and short of it. Um, but basically, they send a wide variety of organic ingredients and imaginative new recipes every week. Um, if you've used HelloFresh before, you understand the benefits of having these things pre-organized pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. Um, Each ingredient is thoughtfully sourced, and its journey is tracked from planting to planting. I love it. Yeah, and you can switch from your plan. Oh, I made the most amazing thing. I made this, like, tuna steak with a kind of a harissa sauce on it. It was kind of Mediterranean. And a kale salad with pistachios and chopped up red bell pepper and, like, couscous with scallions in it. It was to die for. I mean, and I must say, like, it was... I got the, um, it was, you know, dinner for two and it fed a family for four. It was, I mean, with my two children, it was, they were robust plates of food. Well, it's definitely uh, very good for people trying to maintain one of those specialty diets. Cause I think when you're doing that, you sort of get into a bit of a rut. Um, but we have a special deal for our listeners. You'll get $50 off your first box of green chef, which is kind of fabulous. So to get that offer, you're going to want to go to greenchef.com us slash the home hour again that's greenchef.us slash the home hour and you will receive fifty dollars off your first box that's like you might as well give it a try no brainer people give this a try absolutely fifty dollars off your first box i know we've thrown a lot at you again this week so guys go to our website to get all these details but thanks green chef so graham since we're not stressed out about cooking all the green chef what are you thinking is stressing about in your house you mean something that's not stressing me out? Either way. Um, I'll tell you one thing that does stress me out is like when light bulbs are out. That freaks me out. Like I'm continually looking up at the sh- like the chandelier bulbs. And if I've got one chandelier bulb, I feel like the room feels off. Actually, maybe more things do stress me out than don't stress me out. So oh, you would actually- hate you would hate my living room. Not only does it have two dead plants and a dead flower, <laughs> but we but realized less- it was too bright. So I just sort of tr- untwisted a couple of the light bulbs in the chandelier. Oh, you did it of your own volition? <laughs> Who are you? Who are I'm you? I'm your worst nightmare slash best friend. And I like, well, because that's the thing you know about me. I go through the house in the morning, we've discussed this, and turn on all the lights, but yet you live in such a natural light-filled spot that you actually are looking for ways to diminish light. And I'm always like looking for ways to pump it up. Although it was um, cloudy the other day and I did turn on the light. <laughs> wow, that's a good one-time story, Kirsten. Well, oh, I'll tell you one thing that doesn't stress me out. Like laundry. I've never sorted a load of laundry in my life. Out of that. What do you think of that? Oh, I've never. Wait, I don't even understand what that means. You've never sorted a load of laundry? Like you wash, yeah, just, like, just throw in your white jeans with a red sports you, uniform? Well, that I did get. That's why I don't own white jeans anymore because that was a problem. <laughs> that, and it was a good pair. I'd even made them trendy by cutting off the bell bottom and like trying to make ripped jeans. And I was very pleased with them. But I did. I washed them with a pink shirt the other day, and so they went bye-bye. Something but, tells me that was God looking out for you and your trendy homemade jeans. <laughs> but yeah, I have never sorted, like, the idea that someone, I mean, again, I'm not judging because it's probably a smarter way to do it, but, like, I've never done a load probably. of towels. 
where like I've never sorted darks and lights. So I guess it doesn't stress me out. And I just like literally take a hump of, and when, oh, the worst is when my husband like takes off his shirts at the end of the day. Like he doesn't even separate the, um like basically it'll be like a long sleeve button down with his undershirt like stuck in it. You know what I'm saying? I don't even pull them apart. Oh, bam. What do you think of that? I, I have so, so many problems with that. I know, but it doesn't stress me Because I am a lot, like, I am like, I know. Uh, I, there's like 15 different categories my laundry gets sorted out into. Yep. I know. I knew this would mess with you. Oh, mind. that's, well, see, this is the thing you've got, well, I am taking care of my clothing and reading care labels. I know. You're I'm whispering watering to my plants. Your plants. Exactly. <laughs> I'm whispering to my plants. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what that's proof of though? That's proof of like, we all, we all only have so much bandwidth, right? That's exactly what it means. Um, you know, and to each his own. Well, I have had someone tell me once and they said, if you're, if you can handle like, the absolute chaos that you're endorsing for laundry if you can handle that one of the ways to cut back on the time that laundry takes and the effort is to do it by person what so like like you would do each kid's laundry and they'd have like you know monday you do your son tuesday you do your daughter wednesday you do yourself you know and then they're like putting stuff away and sorting it it's faster i don't know if that's Uh necessarily true but this woman like that was her tried and true system Okay, but if she's sorting within that, that no, she's not sorting within it. That's that's her thing. Is she's cool with like mixing all the colors and the textures and all that? She likes to sort it by person. Okay, Okay. and then another thing with laundry. Sorry, now now you've got me on laundry. Now we've really got you going. Do you you know the people who use the net bags? I once had a professional organizer tell me that you should put all of your socks in the net bags. It does kind of make sense because socks are wacky, wonka. I don't know. It seems like a step. Like I just I don't have time to take. Like, like, I gotta go to Home Depot to return my plants. <laughs> my, my, and my, I've tried mesh bags before for a few things. And usually for some reason, like they get holes ripped in them and True. they never stay meshy. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a fan I've of been them. Burned. I'm not a fan. All right. Hostess gifts. What are your favorite hostess gifts? I am and so have, excited about this question. This is a good one. We had one of our listeners, Chelsea, that's right in and she said, Gift giving and hosting are my two favorite things to do. So I will combine both of them um, with what I have given and with what I have received. So what she loves is around the holidays, I give the family that is hosting a small basket of goodies. And my favorite thing that I put in there is an ornament I get of the family's initial. She loves customizing gifts to each person slash family. Love it. Okay. And she said she took a sweet, candid picture of her brother-in-law and his family at a birthday party one year, and then she got it framed for them and gave it to his wife as a hostess gift. Okay, that's sure. That's that's Chelsea. next level because yeah, next that's level. not like I went to my gift closet. That right. is well, that's like, like also a two-step process, right? Right. right. Uh huh. What if you start taking <laughs> secret pictures of people? <laughs> I was thinking we've got to go somewhere later today and I'm sure I have like a random picture, you know, of like this girl at the park in the background, like what I was really like taking a picture of like my children playing with her children and I've got some just random picture of her sitting on a bench. What if I like creepily zoom in on it? it See, something tells me that Chelsea was looking at her photos and she saw this sweet photo and thought, oh, if it were me, I'd love to have that. I don't think it's like a undercover sort of stalker situation at least i'm hoping it's not i'm i have a feeling that this was like a very sweet like oh oh absolutely yes but i i know that graham would involve a telescopic lens i got it i got it (laughs) started taking dl pictures of people okay again from chelsea thank you chelsea for being the sound mind on the show today 
If someone takes the time to figure out or learn what my favorite candles are and gets me them as a hostess gift, they are instantly my favorite person. Ha ha. I love, love, love candles, but I am sensitive to certain smells and also panic slightly inside when someone gets me one that I haven't smelled before because you know you have to smell it and act like you like it either way. (laughs) Whoa. I love what you do. You can't be like, hmm, charming. (laughs) Although, to be fair, one of my friends who's a big fan of the show for my birthday, which my birthday's in fall, got Mm -hmm. me a pineapple candle Mm -hmm. and... I was like, this is so random. <laughs> she was one of my best friends. So I was Did glad it smell to good? I mean, it, it was smelled good, but it was so seasonally inappropriate. And so every time she comes over, I light it. And I'm like, smell uh-huh. the pineapple. We're in the island. Okay. Again, it just isn't Graham, a fall, like, scent. Right. Like, I, no, she I, was re-gifting it. Maybe it was a re-gift. No, no, no. From, she went out and bought it specifically for me. Because we, we mocked what a terrible wait. choice it was. But you do like pineapples. So I do maybe like pineapples. Works. That's probably it. You know what I don't understand? Again, I'm sorry. I know you're going to think I have some weird thing going on. But like, why do they put tobacco in so many scents? Like tobacco candles, tobacco hands. To remind like, you of your childhood where you hid cigarettes from your parents. <laughs> I just, I, I never like go to those. Those are not the ones I buy in the store. Like I would never go and pick up something with a tobacco. You know, it'll usually be like tobacco and verbena. And you're like, you could have left the tobacco out. Well, what kind of okay. a tobacco is it? Is it a cigar or a pipe? No, you know what I'm like talking a, about. Like, I, I, tobacco now that candles, you're saying tobacco it, hand soap, yeah. tobacco. Like, it's a popular thing in gift shops. And yeah. I'm like, I mean, it would almost be as if you were putting like borax smell. I'm not even sure what. <laughs> I mean, something that like, or gasoline. This is my gasoline favorite. Oh, gasoline. Although I gasoline do love love to smell like gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember when we had on the, um, the Chrismica episode that we did and she said there was the candle that was scented like um it was for um like Christmas Chrismica Chrismica and it was um popcorn and Chinese food because yes. basically that's what you do on that Christmas was very Day. cute that was adorable all right another answer was we'll read her um, last answer because Chelsea was very thorough in her answer and I thought it was a really really clever idea okay she said she's originally from England but have lived in Southern California for the last 11 years and something I think is fun to give hosts are little token gifts or foods originating from the country that you're from. Okay. One year I so brought this a traditional- is a niche answer. This is probably not for all of us, but it's very, but it's, you could apply it, I think, to no, the but part like, of the oh country gosh. you're from, you know? When I give people stuff from Alabama, I mean, that's Alabama what I'm saying. Stuff that's what I'm has, saying. Like, people are pumped, especially when you go to New York and you bring them like Alabama stuff. It makes What's an Alabama thing? Like, a thing of barbecue from dreamland ribs which is a famous place or even if you bring them a hat that says like university of alabama i mean here there are a dime a dozen but like people in new york think they get extra street cred for wearing like an alabama hat interesting i do well when i bring that okay one year i brought a traditional english christmas pudding for my sister-in-law she was hosting christmas eve and she loved it because part of what you do with the pudding is pour brandy on it and set it alight before you serve it and everyone just thought it was so interesting and different I think I want to have, I know, know. some Christmas pudding. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you could light my Alabama hat on fire. I will tell you, Chelsea's invited to Christmas at our house any year. I know, Chelsea. Amazing. Come on, come on. Are we only using first names or last names, Graham? I don't know. Chelsea G? We'll bleep it out, just in case. Okay, we have another answer. I'm a big fan of consumable gifts in general, and especially for hostess gifts. I would concur with that. 
The number one place I shop for gifts is Thistle Farms. Never heard of that, but we'll have to check it out. A Nashville company whose products are made by women survivors of trafficking, prostitution, and addiction. Oh, we do have to check that out. That's wonderful. Buying great products and supporting a wonderful cause is a win-win. My favorite gifts from Thistle Farms are their liquid hand soap. Everyone has to wash their hands. And I like citrus wood scent best. Candles, especially the ones they make in the winter for the holidays. I love a Christmas candle. And bug spray. It's natural, effective, and made from uh, geranium oil, so it smells better than chemical ones. Wow. Thistle, pro- 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 blah, blah. Thistle Farm products are available nationwide at Whole Foods stores. Okay, we'll have to go check them out. Um, she also likes personalized paper cocktail napkins and says that Emily McCarthy and an Etsy shop called Memorable Wedding are her favorite places to buy those. So those are good gift ideas. I like those. Oh, my God. I was in an event maybe the night before last, and I love cocktail napkins. Like, I love them. So I do, if you ever want to get like, I do the, the more random, the better. I think the cocktail napkin said something. Do you want to know? This is just the cocktail said. Do you want to know who wants to hear your thoughts about everything? Everyone. And it was like, the quote <laughs> was from alcohol. <laughs> the quote was by alcohol. <laughs> Do you want to know who wants to hear your thoughts about everything? Everyone. <laughs> oh from gosh. alcohol. I want to get that. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it was amazing. It was so sharp. It was actually like, very nice looking. That is really clever. Yes, a good cocktail napkin does make my day. And I actually agree with this listener because I think consumable gifts are really just, that's the way to go. I don't know why. Just because hostess gifts. You like consumables. I like combustibles. What does that mean? Something that lights on fire. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I love it. But you candles. That's your go-to. Or a Christmas Christmas pudding. That's a consumable combustible. It's amazing. Um, no, I get a little bit stressed out giving people hostess gifts that are permanent features because then I feel like I'm inflicting my taste on them. Yes, that's true. There was a that's long a silence there. Like you're not catching that or you agree or disagree or agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you inflict your, your things all the time. Okay. Well, Graham, what are your favorite hostess gifts? I feel like this question is right up your alley. Oh, for me to give? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love, I mean, truly, like, I'm the basic. I love cocktail napkins. I love, um, you know, I love um, any, like, homemade food item. I really like homemade food. I like jams and jellies. That's kind of random. I like, um, I like plants, obviously. You know that. This is so, my answer is so boring, I think. I'm not, not really giving you anything amazing. Um, no, those are good answers. You're, well, I mean, to, okay, basic. obviously, you know what I mean. I mean, our listeners somebody gives, gave better answers, but you, you can, yeah, they, those are fine. <laughs> If somebody gave me like an inappropriate children's book, that would be really awesome. There were all the years. People don't know this or get this joke, but Graham for years sent me inappropriate children's books for for my son, for my newborn. It was precious. Yeah, but then it grew into a collection. It it grew into a collection. collection. Now I have a library of books that I don't want anyone to see. Thank you, Graham, for those. Um, Like books that are written for children, but that are slightly awkward. Oh, they're so awful. I don't even know how many people like thought it was a good idea to write books about like the crack house next door for children but it was, it was interesting um okay so i actually have i, I i'm gonna hear me pulling out but i have a fun hostess gift i got recently so i wanted to say be sure i said the name right okay have you seen this is so cute and especially the way my friend presented it was so darling have you seen the party cracker seasonings 
Oh, yes. You're nuts for these I, things. It is so cute. So like, there's this. These I'm are like take, you take the saltines and you shake them yes, up in a bag with it is the seasoning so and the oil. So it's the seasoning. And all you need to do is add oil and seasoning. And she gets a box of saltines. She has this cute seasoning package. And then she ties it with a pretty ribbon with the giant big Ziploc bag. And that's mm-hmm. the hostess gift. And I just thought it was the cutest thing ever. It's great. And the best thing is, too, is if you have like a bar in your house and you put like a clear kind of um, glass pedestal tin, those things keep forever and you can just keep them out. Um, we have a lot of people who do that and you kind of just keep them out as like a bar snack. OK, they never go bad. That's because they're filled with oil. And I hate to say this, ladies and the one gentleman who listens, they will put five pounds on you. Oh, and Instant. it'll be worth every penny. OK, to or, die uh, for worth every worth. pound. OK, wait. But so right, let me counter that with the other thing this friend has given me as a hostess gift is she has given me um really beautiful gourmet seasoning packets and the recipes on there i mean you could just use them as a marinade for chicken or for shrimp or mix them with sour cream and make a dip but there's something about like a little gourmet kitchen item that's Mm -hmm. consumable that i love and i've also realized like any of those little treats that you'd buy for yourself like we had a listener mention hand soap before like just something that's like one step up from what you would normally buy yourself. I think those are Although the best you want to know what like a super pet peeve I have, which what? is so weird, so weird. I like cuz I I know what you're talking about consumable kitchen. You know how come holiday time everyone's giving like gourmet hot chocolates with like the kind of like sprinkles or in the marshmallows or on top of the bag or like the can the canister or whatever it is, like uh-huh. it's kind of all together. Yeah. I, it drives me bananas. <laughs> <laughs> There's something about it. Like, I just don't know. I can't get my head around. Well, I don't, I have a feeling you're not going to be getting any this year, Graham. I don't think so. I <laughs> no. don't know why. Well, I it's think any, like a humbug. I think it also one of the big secrets for hostess gifts are those beautiful, just clear cellophane bags with a fun ribbon. I think, and you can put almost anything in one of those, and it just looks like, oh, you know, you're saying just zhuzh up your hostess, just zhuzh up your hostess gift. Well, it's like almost underdoing it, you know. Well, okay, fine. If you want me to up my A game, here's what I yeah. do. I go to a No, I wanted you to just to just phone it in, Graham. That's why you have yeah, a podcast. <laughs> I always like I go to estate sales, I go to like little antique marts and I buy, honestly, it's not that hard to do anymore. Like you get a really nice glass serving piece or you get a pitcher, like a tiny pitcher or even a creamer pitcher for like three dollars, five dollars, whatever it is. And you give them like a piece of china or a serving piece that they can reuse, um, and they just get to keep it. I love that. And then you make and then you make something with it. So, for example, like if I give someone like a beautiful glass pitcher that really, I mean, maybe I paid like eight dollars for, but you can get these gorgeous pitchers at estate sales. Um, you know, you fill them with flowers or something from your yard. They get to keep something really pretty. I can't give them flowers from my yard. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. To tell good you. point. Sorry. You can't. Can um, I just tell you one other thing that we talked about it on like our second or third episode, but it's worth mentioning again since we have so many new listeners. But um. We had a big party and someone brought a frozen pastry, a breakfast pastry. That's nice. And that is a good one. they wrote a breakfast note on it, time. like, enjoy breakfast on us, da, da, and uh, wrapped it in ribbon. And she just tucked it in my freezer. And then, like, three days later, I found it. And it was the sweetest gift. Last act. It was that so nice act. because as much as I do love flowers, sometimes when you have a party, especially, you know, if you're just going to someone's house for dinner and you bring them flowers, that's always sweet. But if you're having a party, sometimes you already have flowers for the party. And then you've got more flowers. So um, this was something that I didn't choose right away because it was frozen, but it was just a sweet treat for later. I really liked it. Okay, well, I think we've we've a- answered some up. good questions here. 
And um, I like hearing from our listeners. That's always fun. We have such great listeners, you guys. For those of you who write us, uh, write us emails or um, connect with us through Instagram, it is so fun to get to hear from you. And we just appreciate you listening. Um, if you've liked the show, go ahead and give us a review on iTunes. We would love that. And if you have any other questions for us, feel free to reach out. Hello at the Home Hour. Thanks for listening. Welcome home.